Welcome to Hospital Podcast 167. My name is Riley and I'm in the hot seat this week uh, with a very, very special guest as we present to you his new album, The Agony Next Eve, which is out right now. I have standing beside me, Mr. High Contract. Hello there. How are you? I'm pretty good. Not used to these mornings. But <laughs> We're in a very, very cold hospital studio. It's the only, bi- uh, the only room in the building with no central heating, so we're shivering a little bit. But uh, over the next 40 minutes, we've got music from the new album. We've got music that High Contrast has in his box. And uh, we've got questions from Facebook and Twitter. And uh, a whole load of fun. So, uh, oh yeah, here we go. In the background, uh, we have a track from my album. Uh, this is the uh, track called Wish You Were Here, featuring Salah Corbin. There's a lot of vocal tracks uh, on, on this album, and uh, yeah, it was quite kind of fun writing the lyrics for the first time as well. Um, but this one actually takes some lyrics from like an old uh, kind of folky soul song from the 70s, and we, and we kind of like reimagine them into this track um, of course with the permission of the original songwriter Eddie Harding
tell we've got a real DJ in the house today rather than Chris Goss kind of bundling his way through. Uh, <laughs> what's this, Lincoln? Uh, this is uh, the Logistics remix of uh, John B. Tune. Uh, I think it's called Robot Dance. Okay, uh, <laughs> and it's probably on John B.'s label. Beta Record. Check it out. down the Agony Next Seat, Med School have been extra busy compiling tons of tunes for their new Med School compilation which is called Blood Pressure. It's out on the 5th of March and uh, this is a cut from that. This is by Blue Martin and it's called Last Life in the Universe. So uh, have a little list of this and then we'll get on with some of your questions. (laughs) 
So I think it's about time we got into a, a few questions. Uh, we've had loads of you actually on Facebook hitting us up, so uh, let's kick it off. Uh, William John Pask, or Part, asks, Why you make me wait so long for the album? <laughs> That's how he wrote it, so I presumed it had that accent, but what, why is it taking so long for a, a new high contrast album? And how long has it been? Uh... I guess since the last studio album, it's been five years, which just sounds insane, uh, saying that aloud. Um, but it's been three years since the, the confidential kind of greatest hits album. Um, why did it take so long? I don't know. I think I, I just kind of wanted to take a step back for a minute from production. And, you know, the DJing was taking off so much, so busy with that. Um, and I didn't want to just roll out another album. I thought I should, you know, just kind of wait until there was something really kind of an, an idea burning inside me that I, you know, I really wanted to make, you know, and uh, I, I just had to kind of wait for that to organically happen, you know, in the creative process. Uh, and I just didn't want to force anything. Just wanted to make sure that the album was something I completely believed in and wanted to release. And how long, how long did you have The Agony and the Ecstasy sort of in your head as a, as a concept and a, a project and how long does it take you to make it? Um, I guess I, I kind of got the, the, the concept for the album about uh, two, two and a half years ago maybe, you know, that was the initial kind of idea starting to form um, but then it's really in the last 18 months that work began on it in a very kind of focused way. Cool, cool. And I like this question from Harry Palmer. He said, how did you feel within yourself whilst making the album? Which is it's quite well, personal, but yeah, you can tell, yeah. tell us what you want. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's funny because when uh, Boris Netsky saw the track listing, like the titles on the album, he said he felt like saying, Link, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> which is very sweet. Um, but yeah, I guess uh, I guess on, the, on this album that there is, you know, some kind of more melancholy reflective kind of uh, dark night of the soul moments um counterpointed i think with you know the ecstasy kind of tracks um or ecstatic kind of tracks you know like the road goes on forever um yeah i mean you know that the whole kind of uh contrasting philosophy i have on life you know i feel is embodied in in the the track title the agony and the ecstasy and uh it did become kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy there because you always get the ecstatic rush when you finish a track, but it, some of the tracks did get agonizing trying to get to that point, you know. Wicked. Uh, and Chris Jackson says, I got a question, not sure if anyone has, has asked you this, but the new single album, why is it called The Agony Next Thing? What's the meaning behind that? I mean, you've kind of explained a little bit there, but is, is there anything personal to you? Um, I mean, uh, maybe talk a little bit. Actually, the Agony X has got a video with kind of two sides to it as well. Maybe, maybe does that explore it a bit? Yeah, I, I mean, it, it felt like that phrase was kind of the most high contrast title uh, I, I could come up with. Um, there's also a kind of religious or at least Christian kind of uh, feeling to, to that title. And although... I'm not a believer myself, but I've, I felt, you know, I was listening to a lot of kind of classical music, a lot of which is inspired by religious texts, um, and I, I just felt I kind of wanted to channel that and and make something that, in my own kind of atheistic way, did have some of that religious fervor and and 
you know, I, 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 I think about the big questions in, in, in life a lot, you know, and, and, I, and I'm, I'm trying to make my own kind of secular version of, of what I imagine, you know, Bach and, and Mozart were doing in their time. You know? um, so I don't, I don't imagine Mozart was a particular, a particularly religious kind of guy. I think he was quite a hellraiser. <laughs> so um, being a, a clean living guy like myself, I thought it would be interesting to make my own secular equivalent. Nice. And uh, if that makes any <laughs> sense at all, do you, do you feel you've had that kind of? What, what's the response been like so far? Do you feel? Do you, or do you even pay attention, or do you just put it out there and, and, and uh, let it roll? In response to what exactly? The music, the 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 kind of that kind of religious vibe to it, the artwork. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think some people are a little bit uh, unsure of uh, the, the artwork and the, and the concept, but I, I think other people seem to get it, and, and uh, there's been nice com- comments about the, you know, the, the cover and stuff. So, um, but yeah, the, you know, the response has been ge- generally very positive. Um, there's always going to be some negatives, but I, th- I think ne- if you don't piss off some people, then you, you're doing you're not doing your job as an artist, you know, because you, you've got to kind of go to somewhat challenging places and, and, and that might not be the most obvious challenging place I mean um, making something kind of avant-garde isn't necessarily that challenging if it's expected of underground music so uh-huh. and uh, we'll, we'll just sort of wrap this little bit on the album up with Angelo Horvath who says can I extract your DNA from your signed vinyl which I ordered on the hospital shop to grow my very own high contrast <laughs> um, well <laughs> I'd like to know what you're going to do with him once you've grown him. <laughs> do, do you have rights over that? A, a re- regrown high contrast? Yeah, we're, we're getting into bioethics now, <laughs> uh, which uh, I'd love to do a, a separate podcast on, uh, but maybe this isn't the forum. Um, uh, and I guess that question is relevant because uh, today we're recording the podcast and then Lincoln will be signing a ton of limited edition vinyl, which some That's of you right. have ordered, which is nice. And uh, yeah, you can probably pick them up on Hostel Shop if they're not already gone. But um, we'll just play this one a little bit and then we'll get you to introduce another tune from the album for us. Cool. So what are we going to play next, Lincoln? Uh, we'll play um, a cut from the album people might not have heard. Uh, it's called The Only Way There, and it's one of the few non-drum and bass uh, tracks on the album. Um, but I think it's still definitely got that kind of high contrast musicality to it. Wicked. And uh, this is one of the lyrical tracks. Did you write the lyrics to this one? Or this no, one? This, this was... Um, the, the vocal was written by uh, Salah Corbin, yep. who's, who's performing on it. Uh, yeah, a kind of Kate Bush style vocal, I think. You know, um, it, it's it's not something I've I've really heard the likes of kind of in, in dance music for a while. So yeah, check it out. Well, I hope you like it. This is the only way there. High contrast, featuring Stella Corbin. 
here we go. that's uh, the only way there in the background um, it's one of those tracks that uh, I don't know I kind of feel is uh, somewhat genreless um, people have been saying like this track and uh, not waving but drowning another track on the album that's not drone bass uh, they've been kind of getting called dubstep I don't know do you, do you guys think it's dubstep no problem if it is, but uh, I, you know they really just came about because I sat down, uh, you know, with the music and it just fitted at the, these tempos. I mean, this track at the moment is 130 BPM, not waving is 145, um, and then really just kind of putting beats in at that tempo. I guess it kind of sounds dubstepy, but um, yeah, uh, it's just music to me. 
We're going to play uh, the Fred V and Graphics remix of uh, Camo and Crooked, All Fall Down, next. World exclusive for you here. This is uh, Fred and Graphics on Remix Duty of Canon Crooked from their forthcoming Remix album, which is out on the 19th of March. And this is all fall down. First time I think we've played this anywhere in the world, so uh, check it out.
So we're going to try and uh, mix up a bit with the questions. We've got some more from Facebook. Okay. We've, uh... Andrew Kirk says, which album did you enjoy making the most? I mean, is that a relevant question or have they all been very different? Did you enjoy this one? Uh, yeah, I, I, I did enjoy this one. Um, this one was the first time where I, um the kind of final stage of it uh, I actually came to the hospital office and studio to finish it so I was up here for a few weeks um, and that that was a, a, a you know a really good uh, process um, and it's very handy obviously having the guys at the label on hand to step in and as a fresh pair of ears and kind of help with mix stands and things so that you know that became quite an enjoyable process because I was starting to go a bit still crazy uh, at home trying to finish it on my own did you enjoy our vibey office <laughs> <laughs> the banter oh the banter <laughs> and uh following on from that uh jack bamford said what's the best thing about being signed to hospital records <laughs> um well the, the best thing is probably that um i get on so well with everyone on the team and you know it's business but we're i think we're all friends as well and uh i think we're all coming from the same place and uh you know it's just a a, a fun job to have certainly do you think it's fun being signed is it good to be signed for a record label for an artist well i think so um i think uh you know previous in the in the past drum and bass artists would be kind of nomadic and, and kind of uh release on you know a plethora of labels um which i think worked in the past but i think these days it's good to have a stronger kind of identity um you know like the way that my name is kind of become synonymous with hospital and i think it's mutually beneficial um having that kind of uh symbiotic relationship uh, Mark Harry says, how do you get yourself in the zone when you're working on new productions? Do club nights help or hinder, like your busy touring schedule? Um, it, yeah, it's it's a tricky one, that, because, you know, the, the weekends are kind of consumed by DJing, and with, you know, the late nights and travelling, you kind of need to recover from that. So you're probably not going to really be that productive until at least Tuesday. <laughs> um <laughs> Tuesday afternoon <laughs> yeah um, but it's it is inspiring you know often you do come away from a great gig and you know you're just kind of re-energized by it and uh, and and you know people inspire me the crowds inspire me talking to people that uh definitely feeds back into my productions i mean i i, I definitely feel feel the same way it's like if you go away to a festival or you go to a wicked yeah. night you come back and you're absolutely buzzing and you're loving music kind of in a new way maybe yeah um what kind of experience have you had in the last sort of 12 months have you been anywhere in america or in australia or where it's just been wow what an incredible experience yeah, I went back to tour America for the first time uh, in a number of years and uh, just had a fantastic time out there. Um, all the gigs were really good and it, what was really nice is that there, there was people coming out to the shows who knew me from 10 years ago, you know, who saw me 10 years ago in Chicago and they came back out for the first time in years that, you know, the promoter had said, you know, there's people coming out of the woodwork who they hadn't seen for ages. But then the other half of the crowd was, you know, younger people who, who were, uh, you know, new to, to drone bass and just heard me from, you know, some of the more recent tunes. 
so uh, that, that was nice to have that kind of mix of old and new cool and uh, I guess at this stage we should remind you listeners at home that we are actually coming back to America aren't we yep uh, hospitality doing a little tour which starts in March Wednesday 14th of March in Boston and then heading on to Austin at, at South by Southwest San Francisco Los Angeles uh, Denver going to Canada as well Chicago tons of shows uh, head to hospitalitydnb.com and check out all the dates and uh, it's going to be next guy high contrast Cameron Crooked out there in America so uh, should be a big one uh, we'll let this tune play a little bit this is a new one again from Med School on the Blood Pressure album this is XT Dub by Anal and Dakosa. So uh, what have we got next? Um, we'll play another album cut. This is Almost Human uh, featuring Claire Maguire. Um, and this uh, this was a nice collaboration. You know, we kind of... Uh, I sent a sketch to her and she started writing some lyrics and then I kind of got involved and, and wrote my own kind of set of lyrics and we kind of then got in the studio and, and you know, hammered it out. And, uh, it, yeah, it was a really good session because... Uh, Chris Goss's uh, nephew then came in, uh, who's a guitarist, and laid down the guitar on the track, you know, so it, it, that, that was one of my first experiences of like a real kind of studio session with musicians and, <laughs> and kind of jamming, you know. I'm, musicians I'm, that knew they were on the track. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, yeah. It's, it's, it's not the, the normal drum and bass way, but, but it was enjoyable. Uh, do you want to press play on that one over me? All right. There right. we go. So we'll, we'll let this play a little bit, and then Lincoln can come back and, and tell us some more.
album i tried to um make it so that it sounds quite uh sweet and you know sing alongy maybe you know but if you actually analyze what is going on lyrically they're quite a bit darker is this the first time you've really got into lyric writing your music i mean there's been lyrical elements to high contrast tunes in the past but yeah, they, they've, it's mostly been sampled in, in the past. Uh, but, you know, as I used to be an MC, uh, <laughs> I, I've always had a fondness for wordplay. And, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed kind of getting into that this time. So I think it's something I'll, I'll do more in the future. I think that's wicked. like it.
something forthcoming on hospital. This is uh, Logistics, a track called Time Lapse, which is the B-side to We Are One, his new single, which is out on vinyl uh, on the 12th of March. You can pre-order that on the hospital shop, or you can get it on iTunes, which you have the original. There's a new Logic remix, a Zed Bias remix, and a few more remixes, I think. But uh, this is Time Lapse by Logistics. Check it out. up really we're gonna play one more tune after this one but uh thanks for coming in my pleasure we'll, we'll finish with just a couple more questions we've got uh john paul who says what are the three movies that i probably haven't seen that i should i know you're a film buff and i'm useless at films so maybe give us uh yeah three films you should watch okay um well one that is i don't know maybe it's my favorite film uh i know it's one of tony coleman's favorites uh and that is 2001 a space odyssey by stanley kubrick um which, I know, talking to people uh, over the last couple of years, you know, uh, no one seems to have seen it. I mean, of, of the, the younger generation coming through in drum and bass. And I, and I think it's pretty essential uh, as one of the most important works of art of the 20th century. Um, that still, I think, is relevant today and, and is, a, is a beautiful kind of uh, emotional, intellectual and uh, spiritual film. So definitely check out 2001 uh, for more recent films. Uh, that 2001 has a kind of um, more current parallel in uh, Tree of Life, which came out last year, starring Brad Pitt, uh, directed by Terrence Malick. Um, and that is another kind of cosmic movie um, that is kind of mind-bending. Um, so I- I'd recommend that as well. And um, a couple of British films from uh, last year that I really liked uh, was the horror film Kill List, which is very nasty but is I think a really well made film um, and Submarine which I thought was a, uh, a, a brilliant um, kind of off the wall comedy uh, from Richard Ayoade of uh, the the IT crowd Mike Bush fame as well yes indeed 
uh, this tune's going to end, so you better play that one over there. Okay, um, this is uh, a remix by Cable of um, an old school tune, which uh, I can't remember the name of, but it's, it's on uh, Randall's label. Uh, yeah, this is uh, some uh, pretty uh, crazy old school vibes. Check this. We've had loads of the normal boring questions about how you got your name and, and all that other stuff. I recommend if you want to know a lot of that stuff, we've talked about it many times before. So go back to the old podcast and search the ones out with high contrast on them and you'll hear all the answers to those questions because they still remain the same. But, <laughs> um, what else have we got here? Do you play any med school intelligence stuff out as the sound is getting ravier and ravier? Well, talking of which, we're getting ravier in the background. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I think it's... Uh, an interesting dynamic that you face as a DJ, you know, with kind of, especially the, the bigger and bigger shows that we do, you've got to kind of involve people, uh, and I think you've got to play the right tunes for the right context, you know, in, in a smaller club, a more intimate vibe, you can kind of go deeper. The bigger the show is, the more people you have to kind of bring in to the sound, um, and, and you need those tunes that kind of carry across the whole room, and, and so you need those kind of... Uh, anthemic melodies I think and uh, that reminds me I, I probably should mention we have High Contrast launching the album at Hospitality Cardiff on the 3rd of March uh, which is going to be you Jesse Allen and Dynamite and C what, what can we yep. expect uh, and, and who is Jesse Allen uh, Jesse is uh, a singer from uh, South Wales and uh, like myself and uh, not that I'm a singer but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah she's she's coming on the road uh, doing some live PAs with a few from the album um, I'm also gearing up to, to be mixing visuals as I uh, DJ. Um, so hopefully I'll have that ready in time for Cardiff. If not, maybe Brixton, which yeah. is coming up in April. Well, we have Next Guy Live by Contrast. Um, who else have we got there? London Christie, Cameron Crooked. All, all the huge, but better and bigger. Yeah, I know. I, I'm, uh, I'm very intrigued to see Next Guy Live. Yeah, it should be interesting. Yeah. I know you've been preparing for that. Uh, and I think we're pretty much done here I think the album is out now well it, I think we're going to put this up on a Friday so the album's kind of out now it'll be up on Sunday if not right now it's called The Agony XC you can get it on the hospital shop which is shop.hospitalrecords.com or on iTunes or wherever you n- normally buy your music and uh, we just finished by saying what, what now then what's next what next uh, well we're going to be touring the album extensively um, and yeah I, I don't know there's there's tunes I've got cooking already in the studio you know you always have a kind of like post-album rush where like yeah you finish this huge project and you suddenly just kind of want to make tunes for fun again in a way you know um so I don't know I'm 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 going to try and put together an EP to come out maybe later in the year cool cool and uh, where can people find you on the web um my kind of site and blog is highlycontrasting.com. And Twitter? It's at link, L-I-N-K, contrast. Wicked. So uh, thank you for coming today. Yep, it's been fun. And uh, finally, what was this tune again? <laughs> we didn't know. Did we? <laughs> I don't know the name of it. It's like, it's like the old days, you know? You just like would scratch a banger on a, onto a dub plate. And... 
So this one's a banger. And uh, go to hospitalrecords.com forward slash broadcast and we'll put up the track listing and I'll Google what this is. And stick it there. <laughs> Thanks, Lincoln. <laughs> we'll look on YouTube. Yeah, we'll look on YouTube or something. See you soon. We've been uh, High Contrast and me, Riley. I hope you've had fun. We certainly have. <laughs>